BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I don't remember the words to this song, Barrett. Yeah. We were trying to talk about it back then. Aton used to sing to this, and you, you, can, you nor I can remember the words, and I guarantee you he can't either. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> we probably should uh, we should have the stream actually come up with words for the intro song. Right, you know what right. I mean? Like, let, let, let's put like Joey B to work, like right out of the gate. He's already got like 16 good mornings up here on the stream. We could put him to work on uh, putting together some lyrics for the, for that. Right. Open. right. <laughs> uh, but Hey, we got, uh, we got Rob Motti coming up today at noon, uh, a very interesting guy. And uh, you could talk about a lot of different things with him, a guy that I really, and I know you do too, really respect in the industry. Yeah, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't just do Eagles. He does. He, he's in charge of like all the teams now. Right. I mean, he works for the AP, and he's he's headquartered now down in Florida. So I figured we'd hit on, um, you know, the Tom Brady thing with him. Gronkowski too now is is on record, according to ESPN.com, that says if he had to make a decision today, he would retire. Yeah. And I yeah. find that to be very interesting. Yeah, I heard. Um, I heard it. I heard it. Yeah. So we we'll talk about that with him, and he also had a very good take on the major or the baseball Hall of Fame voting that we got to get to because you know that made a lot of news earlier in the week, and people are still talking about it, and a lot of hand wringing going on about uh, you know David Ortiz getting voted in, uh, but nothing for Bonds or Clemens, and you know on down the list of Kurt Schilling, who I know Kurt Schilling says he doesn't care anymore and he doesn't want to be on the ballot, and now now I guess he's not, and they have to go to a, like a veterans committee or I don't I don't know we'll talk about it with yeah. Rob at noon at noon we're still trying to run down Mikey Malls Mike Mulhern of course the esteemed producer of NBC from NBC Sports Philadelphia of your pregame and postgame show and I understand that he's ghosting you Barry well, hold on now this is a serious problem because I was thinking about you know since you know everybody on the stream enjoyed him about maybe making like a, a, a Mikey Mulhern uh, Mondays you know or you know, Mikey Wednesdays, something right. you Mid, know, midweek with Mulhern or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm yeah. trying to give him some, you know, a little bite, man. But what does he do? He ghosts me. He hadn't even returned my, 
I, I sent him the text around about 9.30. You sent me the text at 9.20. I sent the text at 9.30. Right. And I, no response or anything. Nothing. That's even worse than me. That's 90 minutes. That is worse than you. I can attest to that. Right. I mean, right. Talk about a guy who gets ghosted a lot. That's me. Okay. I am constantly texting people to try to get them on the show or whatever, or to respond to this or that, or the, the third, uh, I sound like AI now, this, that, and the third. Um, but, and I get ghosted, so I'm used to it. But you, it. I mean, you're the talent on that show. Like, what, do you think he'd ghost Seth, who we had on yesterday? Hell no. Hell no. Exactly. Would he ghost Ray Diddy if Ray uh, Diddy knew how to text? Absolutely not. Right. Would he ghost Bartan. So I see, I see how he is, though. Yeah. But hey, we'll get this. We'll, we'll get this all taken care of. Yeah. We'll but, get uh, this taken care of. A couple of things became official here since we were last on the air, and that's Ben Roethlisberger has officially retired uh, from football and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We kind of knew that was coming anyway. That's not yes. a shock. Uh, but the Denver Broncos apparently have made it official that they're hiring Nathaniel Hackett as their head coach, and he's an offensive mind. Uh, a lot of people thinking that, wondering if they would stay defense. They did not. They go outside the box a little bit with this guy. I've done some reading on him. He's kind of a he's a different cat. Yeah, he's a different dude, and it kind of kind of reminded me when I was reading some of the stuff that he does in in meetings and you know with his. Uh, you know, with his play calling and all this stuff, he's he's a he's almost a little bit. There's a little Sirianni in him. That's these new guys. These new yeah. guys. You it know? must be a thing, I guess. Well, um, but you know, like he he gets hired right, and now everybody's starting to make the leap. Like, wow, does that mean Aaron Rodgers is going to the Denver Broncos? Because he and Aaron are pretty close, apparently. Like yes. Rodgers likes him. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. But you know what? To be honest, man, I didn't think A. Rod was going to go anywhere. You I thought don't. he was going to stay there. Yeah, and I don't I, know. I still kind of think that he's he's going to stay there. He's a different cat, man. He's difficult to figure out. I don't think. I think he loves the fact that nobody can really figure him out. You know what I mean? Like I, it wouldn't <laughs> even strange. shock me if he ended up in like some commune, some hippie <laughs> commune in like Oregon. You know, with his girlfriend, the actress or whatever. And, you know, he's like running around naked or something, smoking weed. Like, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't shock me in the least out of him. And all I can picture, you know, is him, uh, is, is him in like Thailand somewhere. You know, his hair, he got, you know, leathers, you know, like twirled in his hair. And, right, you know, right. so he's sitting he back hasn't there. washed it in two months. <laughs> It's riding, riding, yeah, <laughs> riding elephants had a pet monkey. You know, I mean, it's just all kind of weird stuff. You know, I'm thinking about a Rod because yeah. I can see him being that guy, man. I, I could too. Being that guy. I think he likes the fact that we're that people are saying this kind yeah. of stuff about. We were him. saying, uh, we were saying he'd be out with Ricky, Ricky Williams. Remember Ricky him? Williams? You know? Yeah. So you yeah. know, now he has this new, uh, this new weed line. Oh yeah. So, you know these these new uh, what do what do you call it? the Heisman? Heisman. <laughs> Spelled a different way, I guess. That's pretty good marketing, like, actually. <laughs> that does it perfect, man. Yeah, I can really, see him doing that, man. It really is. But now you think about this. Like, it just got me thinking. Like, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that Rodgers does go to Denver. Okay. Um, Russell Wilson, he leaves. And who knows where he goes? Uh, hopefully, it's not the Giants. Uh, but let's, uh, I mean, for the sake of argument, what if, what if Russell Wilson went to Miami? Right. Yeah. Think about the NFC quarterbacks Trash. or lack thereof, because Brady, let's say Brady retires. Right. 
Although, if Brady knew that all those guys were leaving the conference, maybe he doesn't retire. Right, right. It's like a you know a highway to the Super Bowl again, right? It'd be like a walk in the park going through the NFC East. That's what I'm. Well, the NFC period. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, oh, we got to thank Wildebeest Davenport. Uh, Please contact Howie Roseman about drafting (laughs) Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. He's Debo 2.0. No question. Uh, What is it like? His his number's like, it's a single number, like zero or something like that. Man, he can run, man. He's a big receiver, too. You know what I'm saying? Thick receiver. Kind of reminds me of like a Debo Samuels. Is that right? Yeah. So that's a good comparison then from Wildebeest? Yes, yes, it is a good comparison, actually. Traylon Burks. Let's see what we got here on Traylon Burks. Um, Did he he not play – in the bowl game against Penn State, I don't think he did. I don't think he did because I watched that and I don't remember. I don't remember seeing anything from. Well, him. I watched him. I watched him. He's six three, uh, Barrett. Yeah, two twenty five. That's is a big dude, man. Yeah, um, and, and he's and he's fast too. You know what I'm saying? He's not necessarily quick. He's fast. He had he's a uh, fast guy. Eleven hundred yards receiving and eleven touchdowns. Yeah, uh, and sixty six catches. I'm trying to see what his 40 times, what his predicted 40 times going to be. Yeah, that, that's the, I mean, that's really the position. Of, four, four, really, yeah. They say he's going to run a four, four, five. The position group of interest at the combine, really, this year is is the wide receivers for us, right? Oh, no question. No you question. Because we're, we, we've got to do something, man. Yeah. We, he, we've got to do something. No, he did not play in the bowl game. All I'm, all I'm seeing here is regular season stuff. From him against Alabama, he had eight catches for 179 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know. That's what I saw him against Alabama. Oh That's my goodness! And that was so on I the thought, road. Because remember, remember, I was saying I thought it was going to be a, a tougher game than it was because I saw the way they beat up on a lot of teams. I'm like, no, it's going to be tough. They beat up on A and M. They beat the heck out of A and M. Yeah, they beat A and M 20 to 10 earlier yeah. in the season in uh, in September. He had six catches, 167 yards, and a touchdown against them. So oh, he yeah, came right. To, He's number 16. Yeah, number 16. Yeah, number 16. He came to play against some of the bigger teams. Now, against Georgia, though, they got smacked by Georgia, 37 Georgia nothing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Georgia beat the heck out of them. Because I remember, I remember the lead-up to that game. They had just beaten A&M, and yep. everybody was saying, ooh, this could be a big challenge for Georgia. Georgia smoked them. He only had three catches for 10 yards. Right. <laughs> and then you look at he played against Mizzou. He killed Mizzou. Yeah. Killed him. So, you know, yeah, I thought he was going to be, you know, do a, it was going to be a big time game against Georgia. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than that. But then I, that's when I really knew that Georgia was really, really uh, a great team. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Shut him out. Man. All right. So, the Traylon real- Burks, he is that guy. He is that dude. This would not be one of those far fetched picks. This would not be a Jalen Rigor pick. No. This would be a, an absolute. Guy can come in and participate right now. And that's exactly why Howie Roseman won't take him. <laughs> that is precisely the reason, Barrett. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, he will come in instantly and make something happen. Now, you know, I, I was thinking about that defensive lineman that they have. Uh-huh. Number uh, zero for uh, – for that's what I was thinking about. He's – I mean, he's, he's going to be a first round. He Well, he might be a, a late second or third rounder. Hmm. Plays – he plays like that two gap defensive end for for um, Arkansas, but I can see him a guy that could be come in and be a penetrating defensive lineman, can play both defensive end and defensive tackle. 
So All right, you're you're good. you're you have a job. You're supposed to send highlight stuff to Howie of uh, Trayvon <laughs> Burke. So it's on you now, Barrett. And we got some breaking news here. I saw uh, Joey B talking about it, and he's absolutely right. Dan Quinn, this is Tom Pelissero, who covers the league very well. Dan Quinn has informed teams that he's staying with the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Okay. So that all but locks in. Um, uh, what's his name? De- Dulon, Daylon, or whatever, the offensive coordinator from, from the Bills. He's oh, Dable. 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 Yeah. yeah. Dable's all but going to be the, court, the head coach of um, the Giants. Yeah. And Ian Rappaport is saying that the Bears are working to hire Matt Eberflus as their new head coach. Well, just the name alone, man. They're going to be trash. Eberflus. Is it Eberflus or Eberflus? I think it's Eberflus. Eberflus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody, uh, we got a super chat here from Ubaid Akhtar. He said, please have Seth on every week. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Tell him, Barrett. I mean, yeah. it's hard to get Seth on once a year. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, you got to pay Seth. Seth just did that at the kind of his heart. Right. He didn't usually do that. He gets, he wants to get paid. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't I don't blame him. That's, you know, he he's. He, they usually pay him for that. So what you saw is, is, a, is an oddity. You know, this is not something that just happens all the time. Right. You know, he gets paid for it. That's why you don't see him on – you don't see him on many people. No. Uh, social media and stuff doing stuff because he doesn't do it unless he's getting paid. That's why you don't see him stuff like – you'll see him on ESPN every once in a while, NFL Network, because right. if you're not paying him or giving him some free rounds of golf in a, in a warm city, he's right. not doing it. In a nice golf course, yeah. Yes, yes. Right. He, that's his thing. He's a golfer, man. He's definitely a golfer. I used to see him on. Was it the that Fox show? Um, yes, he used to do that. Yep, yep. He used to do that. He was what's the name of the, What's the name of the show? I'm trying to think. Of. It's an uh, it's in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, somebody on the stream will know. But I used to see him on there like once a week. Uh, he would do it, so he had to be getting paid for that. There's no question he was getting yeah. paid for that. And that's why he stopped doing it because they wanted to cut the pay and not give him his round of golf. Is that yes? Is that right. He's no way was he doing it. He said, hey, man, I had to leave that alone. I saw him the, the one day the, the one of the uh, one of the two times that I was fortunate enough to play at Pine Valley. Uh, Seth was there the same day. Mm-hmm. And I, I was seeing him on the first hole is a dog leg right, and you can see through the, the trees to the fourth green and that's where i saw seth walking up to the green you can't miss him you know in, in <laughs> golf clothes i mean he's big right uh, and i'm like oh yeah it's seth joiner cool dan he's quinn cool. staying with dallas how about that he's a great guy too man a great guy everybody sees him as this guy that you know this wants to rip your head off and right you know eat your heart and stuff right he can be that way but you know he's not usually that way man really no. A good guy no no but the the Eagles think he's that way. Well, which, as they should, which we love, as they should. Yeah. yeah, it was hilarious. I was just watching him yesterday while you were telling the story about walking into that room with uh, the the Schwartz <laughs> and the and the whole thing that happened. You know, he was digging that. Oh, no question, no question. <laughs> he absolutely loved that. Absolutely. Because I mean, um, that's it, it. It was funny, man. Because you know, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm talking to um. I'm actually talking to uh, the offensive line coach. And as I'm talking to him, you know, other coaches are walking up, talking to us, you know, as we're talking. And all of a sudden I make eye contact. He's like eight feet away from me. I make eye contact with Swartz. Uh-huh. 
and I give him, you know, like, you know, give the head up, what's up, man? You know, he gives me the what's up. The old nod, and, the little yeah, head nod yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And as they're talking, it's um it's Seth and um uh his boy um Clyde, Seth and Clyde. Uh-huh. And like me and me and me and Clyde were like blocking Seth behind us. And, uh, and so when he comes back around, when he's he's walking towards us, Seth kind of walks from behind me and Clyde Simmons. Okay. <laughs> And they make eye contact, and he looks. <laughs> and Seth says, "What's up, man?" And, <laughs> he and does short, one of these, Choo! and he took <laughs> off. Right? Nobody clears a room like Seth Joyner. Right? I'm like, damn, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like, it was "Speak for Yourself." I think was the name of the show on Fox, wasn't okay. it? Yeah, okay. that Seth used to be on there every once in a while. I, I remember that, but I think, yeah. Um, and if you missed it, it's who? Who is? D Doc is on it now. Is he? Of that. Yeah. Well, I know uh, Marcellus Wiley is one of the hosts, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, dude. Um, what was I going to say now? Um, the Giants apparently are sticking with Daniel Jones. Did you see that? Yes. Well, you know, you, what is the um? Was that the owner that said? I mean, this this guy's been through so much. You know? Yeah, like, so they... like almost like they <laughs> they they screwed him up. Right. I think the owner was saying something to the fact that, you know, they, they've done their best to screw him up. And, they and have. I agree. Uh, they definitely have. I, I definitely agree with that. Hopefully he is screwed up and he stays that never way. figures it out. <laughs> Unless he goes somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> but th you think about it, like if let's just say Brady retires and Rodgers goes to Denver. What does that do for the I mean, the NFC? I mean that that's a serious impact on the NFC. Well, the quarterbacks then would be horrible, man. Well, not necessarily horrible. They just won't be up to the level of what's going on in the AFC. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on now. You got Patrick Mahomes, uh, Allen. Right. Um, you know, if A Rod goes there, I mean it's, the AFC would just be loaded. I mean, it, it, it think would about be that really AFC crazy. West. <laughs> but if but if you're just, like Russell, just the AFC West alone, I know. Car. Like Carr, Rogers, Mahomes, and Herbert. That's <laughs> ridiculous, right? But if, if you're Russell Wilson, like you're in Seattle, either you stay in Seattle or maybe he goes to like a New Orleans or something just to stay in the NFC. Right. You know? Well, let me say in Rogers. That's one of the places he wanted to go. Also. What, New Orleans? Yeah. Hmm. Can you I'm, imagine Rogers in New Orleans? I'm telling they already you. have a top defense in the league. I know. I wouldn't be surprised at anything that that guy does. Nothing, and, and I would think then that that um that uh Michael uh what's what's his name Michael um the receiver oh that didn't Thomas Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas. I, think, yeah. I believe Michael Thomas would stay then also either that or they go get uh, Devontae Adams too right. <laughs> you know what I mean a little package deal I don't think Devontae Adams can go anywhere because I mean you know they're gonna franchise tag him you yeah, know yeah. for a fact. He, he, Why he would he go anywhere? He doesn't want any of that. No. He don't want any franchise. <laughs> but um, still, let's franchise. Let me see how much the franchise tag for receiver this year. You just put him on a Mardi Gras float and right. you know, put him you know, like, right on Bourbon Street with Aaron Rodgers throwing beads. I can see that. <laughs> Colin Berger says, we've done everything we could to screw him up. Sounds like his parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, and yeah, uh, NFC East B says Matty Ice would be the best quarterback in the NFC. 
Well, wow. no, you still have Stafford though with the Rams. Uh, yeah, right? Stafford. You yeah, still got Murray. Stafford. What about Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins would be one of the top guys. He would, too. He would move up the ladder <laughs> a little bit, right? Hertz would be. Um, Hertz would probably be top. He'd be top six, top seven in the in the um, in, NFC then. Oh my! All right, the franchise tag this year. Okay, for a wide receiver. Shit. <laughs> Nineteen thousand one hundred twenty-seven. Um, nineteen million. I mean, nineteen million one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars. Wow. Nineteen million. You can franchise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, the the transition tag is sixteen. Um, sixteen million seven hundred forty thousand. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's just a transition. That's unbelievable. I mean, How- he didn't. What is he making right now? He. I know he's only making like maybe, at the moment. I mean, he's 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 on his rookie deal still. See, he's making nothing close to that. But you got to look at what he eventually make if he goes somewhere right. and gets a deal. Because he's not going to go anywhere in, 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 unless he gets a deal. Damn, quarterbacks is uh, $28 million. Um, the fr- is the franchise is $28 yeah. million for a quarterback? Yes, franchise. Wow. So quarterbacks are $28 million. Mm-hmm. Defensive ends, $20 million. Wide receivers, 19. Mm-hmm. Linebackers, 17. Devontae cool. Adams was making 16, well, $16 million cap hit. Yeah. It was. Okay. So, he, yeah. He's, so, the, yeah, the franchise tag would be a little bit of a raise. $3 million, yeah. Yeah. Uh, linebackers is 17 million. Cornerbacks, 17 million. Defensive tackle, 16. Old linemen, only 16. Mm. That shocked me. So it pays to be a defensive end in this league. It does. Derek Barnett's gonna probably make right around uh 18, 19 million dollars a year. With who? With whoever brings him in, whoever whoever uh wants to take him. That's why we I mean I can't see him being here, but he's no, gonna be making no, that no. much. Wow. He's gonna be making at least that much. Now uh Blue wow. City Empire says, Have you guys how do you guys feel about the Giants getting Dayball? I'm concerned about it, to be honest too, with you. Me too. Me too. I think the guy's a pretty good offensive mind. And if he can find a way to, you know, to sort of get Daniel Jones playing anywhere near uh, half of what uh, that guy is in Buffalo, we got problems. Josh Allen, right? For sure. For 50% sure. of Josh Allen is, is a problem. Because, we know, we can't forget that he is an athlete and he can use him he the is. same way. He, I mean, he may not have the arm or the accuracy that Allen has or Allen's grown to have, mm-hmm. but he does have the athletic talent to go out there and, and make those type of things happen. Right. So <clears throat> just a little coaching, you know, a spoonful of coaching, you know, keeps the doctors away. Well, hey, a spoonful of coaching may keep the Eagles from winning. Because, I mean, the kid came out, he was pretty good while at Duke. I remember yeah. watching him play. Well, I remember one game he he torched my Temple Owls in the second half of a bowl game. I think he threw like four or five touchdowns in the second half. Get out half. of here. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. I watched him against NC State. Lit him up. Oh, yeah? hmm Well, now do you think – you know, it's hard to figure out. We can't figure out what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. But would a team like Denver hire a guy as their next head coach – with a big percentage of the reason being that they might get Aaron Rodgers, I don't think you do that, do you? I, I don't think so either. Just like we talked so. about um, his his mind and you know the kind of the stuff you know that he brings to the table as far as coaching. I think mm-hmm. they hired him because they wanted him there. I mean, just you know 
the ties to to a rod they know that's a long shot that's right. definitely a long shot so i they wouldn't do that just to bring him in because the chances of them getting a rod there are almost slim to none even though we talk about it the likelihood of that happening is almost not going to happen um so i mean that's 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 out right there but um you know you, you just looking at what he brings to the table they need something new they needed an offensive coach an offensive mind in there to kind of stabilize that quarterback position, stabilize the offense. Their defense has always been a top five, top ten defense every single year. Right. You know, but they just didn't have anything on the offensive side of the ball to kind of balance, you know, what they are as a team. So, I mean, that's a, I mean, it's a good pickup for him. Uh-huh. Um, talented guy. He just fits the mold of what these what these teams want as far as young-minded um, head coaches. Here's a quote from the um, article I read today. It was in the Washington Post, and it's from back in October. Uh, prior to them, I think, playing Washington. This is Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett. He says, there was a time when I wanted to be a backup dancer for Janet Jackson or Justin Timberlake or something like that. I wanted to do that so bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah. This guy's taking like uh, hip-hop dance classes and stuff. Like, what? I swear to God, I, I read it this morning. I read practically the whole thing. He's a little out there. I mean, he's different. He puts stuff. He's like a big Star Wars guy, apparently. And like in some of the uh, slides or, you know, when he's given presentations in the in the quarterback's room or the offense, you know, he, talking to his offense, he'll put in like a, a picture of a Star Wars character, you know, like Yoda or something. Like it's, he's just a little out there. It reminds me of, of the stuff that we heard about Sirianni. <laughs> with the with the uh with the you know Rocky moves and stuff like that. I mean, I yeah. understand that. Look, look. Um it, he, call, you know, he, he calls the pocket the happy cocoon of love. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. That's a quote. He was given like a presentation to a bunch of high school quarterbacks, and um he, he puts it up there on the screen. It's a it's a picture or, or video of Aaron Rodgers in the pocket and doing play action. He goes, look at that. Look at that. It's the happy cocoon of love. That's what it is. And, and he's <laughs> referring to the, him in the pocket. <laughs> so a little different. See, I mean, in, in their lives, you know, what I was talking about as far as when they run play action, uh-huh. and why teams run play action, not necessarily for the run fake, but more so for the protection value that it has. The offensive line comes off a little more aggressive, so they're more, a little more aggressive in how they approach it, but also they keep more people in as far as tight ends and running backs mm-hmm. to help with the protection. So it's like a solid protection, a happy cocoon of love. There you go. <laughs> and he's also has sung J- Justin Timberlake over the headsets when calling in plays. <laughs> I guess kidding. that makes you relax, too. I guess. It makes you relax, man. You know, some coaches want you to relax, go out there and, you know, do your thing. Some coaches want you on the edge. Right. Juan Castillo, he wanted you on the edge. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he, he we're going in. He said, hey, you better go out there. You know, he said, hey, you better go out there and block before I kick your ass. You either want him to kick your ass or you want me to kick your ass. I'm, you much better want him to kick your ass than me. You know me, B. You know me. Like, Juan, <laughs> go sit your ass down, man. But Juan used to be just like that. I remember one time I was having a I was having a bad practice. I was pissed. Uh-huh. I, mean, I had the worst practice ever. And um, as I'm walking in, 
he comes up and, and, and grabs me and, you know, hugs me like this and talking, A.B., you got to have a better practice, man. That was a real bad practice. I'm like, Juan, leave me alone right now. I don't want to hear this right now. Is that He's right? A.B., A.B., you better chill out. I'm like, Juan, what do you – didn't I just say leave me alone? B., keep on, and it's going to be me and you in the indoor. Me and you in the indoor. I'm like, Juan, right now you do not want that to happen. What does he mean by that? He's gonna go. You're gonna he, fight. He wasn't going that so he could whoop my ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, Vaughn, you don't want that right now. We're friends. You keep on. We're not gonna be friends, and we'll go in there. We wouldn't be friends, bro. Wow. <laughs> Hackett went to college for neurobiology. See. He wanted wow. to be a doctor too, along with being a backup dancer for well, Janet backup, Jackson. That, that... Yeah. <laughs> How about that? I gotta find I gotta find the quote from Aaron Rodgers here. It's it's pretty good. Um, Blake Bortles is quoted in here when he was in Jacksonville talking about how different he is, but how much they like him. Well, you know some some coaches like you know what um, New England's coach. You know he wants to talk about Churchill and all those guys. Oh, uh, Belichick, Belichick, and yeah. You know they want to talk about you know generals. He wants to talk more about. You know, pop music and <laughs> getting guys fired up. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know yeah. if that works. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll Blake, see. Blake Bortles said it doesn't take more than five minutes of talking to him to realize this guy's really not like the rest of them. Oh, is that bad <laughs> or good? I don't know. I right. guess you could think that either way. He's a very right. unique cat. So no wonder, no wonder A Rod likes him. Right, right. Two guys with birds of a feather. Exactly. You know. Uh, he goes Aaron Rodgers says that uh, his presentations are legendary he finds ways every single week to come up with new cool ideas he's got infectious energy he's hilarious end quote now that sounds like somebody describing Sirianni doesn't it yep just like Sirianni yeah just like him but you know you got to be able to the hard-nosed coaches I don't know if they work well Today with the athletes of today, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when you're a young, when you're when you're a younger coach, you know you can get you can get that off when you were Belichick. You know if you're Belichick, Belichick, you know he's 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 old timey. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. he's he's been that person. So you go in with the expectations of him being that way and understand he's he's already made some success, had some success with it. Right. So you're gonna take what he says, but you're not gonna take that from no young guy. You're not gonna do it. No. 91 LSXer says the happy cocoon of love is what Shander called his Conshohocken apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And then John Dickerson said, hold my beer on the stream. I can't even say it. What he wrote. (laughs) These guys are hilarious. I love it. On a Thursday edition of the middle, Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. We'll be back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Alright, welcome back to the show. We've got uh, Rob Motti coming up uh, at noon. Talk a lot about a lot of different stuff with Rob. He's great. Uh, I'm seeing there's uh, there's a chance for snow coming, Barrett, this weekend. Apparently, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, uh, my app says Saturday only. Saturday, and it only says sixty percent. But people are freaking out. Well, I watched. Um, I was watching the news this morning. They're That's out the problem, the right there. Watching yeah, the news. The news. Said news said it starts on Friday, uh-huh. and we're supposed to get like six inches. Is that right? Friday and Saturday. No. Well, I don't watch the news, so I'll take your word for it. But <laughs> I'm looking here next week, Tuesday, Tuesday, 45 degrees, Wednesday, 50 degrees, Thursday, 51 degrees. Wow. How about that for global warming? No question. I'm a big fan of global warming, by the way. <laughs> oh, 40, look, I, I 49 got, degrees on Friday next week. I'm good with that. Yeah, let's, let's let's go go let's go play. I might come over and play golf with you, man. Yeah, yeah, I might do that. All right, but oh, I got that. an update. Oh damn, man, I'm really sorry. I'm not at home this morning. Been oh. running around with the little fella. Let's oh. make sure we do it next week. Oh, that's Mikey Malls checking. Yes, in. yes. Okay, I'm put. Hold on. All right, I so at least he responded. Already, I already ripped you to. Harry and the, the stream stream this the stream is requesting morning. Xander on the show. Do you see that? Well, you got to get him on too. They want like a segment with Xander and the stream apparently or Xander's weekly review on Friday. He might be scared though. 
I don't know, man. Xander might be scared, man. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to him about his uh, his time in uh, Tuscaloosa this morning before the show. <laughs> what did he say? He said he was there with Jalen Hurts. Damn! See, they, I told they you, came man. in together. <clears throat> That's how he knows that his arm is suspect. <laughs> so, um, anyway, let's get into this uh, free agent list because I know you saw this yesterday when I sent you this uh, in regards to. Uh, uh, it was on as uh, it was attached to that Mel Kiper prospect list, right, Barrett? Right, 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 it, right, right. It got you all excited. Yeah, I gotta because, bring it back up. Though. Let me let me find it. Where yeah, it I, I had to I had to Google it because ESPN will take that stuff off. Oh, like they don't like if you go back to the same link that I gave you a couple uh-huh. days ago and uh-huh. click on it, the Kiper story comes up and all the his players. But then as you scroll below it, a different story appears. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I had to Google it, and of course I found it, and uh, I so I was able to pull it up again. Uh, if you want me to, I can send it to you. Yeah, because I'm I'm, I'm I've, I've just put in I typed in NFL team free agents. I hate how they do that, but yeah. they do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to your text. All right. All right. Cool. I'm gonna copy and paste it, and boom, there it is. You should have it. But it starts with Dallas. They start with the NFC East. And what they're, what they're talking about here is like key free agent decisions for each team. And the Dallas Cowboys come up first in the NFC East. Dalton Schultz, the tight end. Yes. Pretty productive. Well, he, he became a major factor. Yeah. Um, and how they ran that offense. You know, he 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 made some things happen. He did. You have to admit, you have to admit that he he stepped in mm-hmm. and and became a real weapon for for Dak on crucial situations like on third down, trying to get you know big plays going. Right. So yeah, you're right, man. I mean, and I he, would say that he had 78 catches for over 800 yards last year with eight touchdowns. Wow. See, that's pretty productive. Very and productive. They're saying that. Uh, um. Contracts like Hunter Henry and Janu Smith would be a similar thing that Schultz could get on the open market. Absolutely. And does Dallas have the room to keep him? Like it wasn't a Hooper or Hopper, whatever his name was, that left Atlanta and went yeah, to Hooper. Went to, yeah. went to, he went to the Browns. Mm-hmm. Big money. So there's a there's a lot of good tight ends around the league, man. You know, tight ends becoming more of a force. Since um, Belichick started it, man. right? Yeah, the two tight end. The emphasis on on using the tight end as a as like a wide receiver, right? You know, right. has really opened right. up. Uh, there's a lot of really good players around the league. That's no joke. But then now the Giants. Well, what do you think Dallas does? Do you think they keep Schultz because you were saying all along that they're going to have problems with their cap? They are going to have problems with cap. And who do they? Who do you sign? It's not just him. There's right. a lot of guys on that roster that um they're, is, they're gonna be free agents. Is Amari Cooper back? No. Right. Amari Cooper may not be back. That's two. That's out of those three wide receivers they had, Michael Gallup and Cooper won't be back. Right. They can't pay him. Smith. It's a Tyron shame Smith. for Gallup, too, man, that he got hurt. Exactly. Because you know, and that that might impact his his marketability. I think he's a pretty good receiver. I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in with the Eagles. Well, see, that's what that's what I was thinking. There's two guys that are hurt that I would I would I would entertain going and checking them out. Mm-hmm. Gallup being one of them, 
and the receiver from Tampa Bay, him being the other. Godwin. Him and Godwin. Godwin, yeah. Okay, I I'll give him the whole offseason. They'll be back before the offseason. Yeah. And then I think they'll come back a force, you know, ready to prove something. Have right. them come back on one of those proven type of deals they have with Alshon. They've got legitimate speed. They can go out there and make some things happen. They're still young. So I would entertain both of those guys, both of them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so you got Dalton Schultz. But there are so many guys on the roster. You know, Tyron Smith has, you know, he's up. Um, uh, oh, wow. What's his name? Um, you look at the, the guard. Uh, they have also he's up. I mean that that roster, that roster will have some real real problems next year. Some some huge problems next year. You know, let me see. Let me look at their roster. Um, yeah, I'm gonna pull it up here too. Their depth chart. Uh, you're talking about um, Zach Martin. Zach Martin. That's yeah. the guard you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, he's a good one. He'll exactly. get a lot of money. Tyron Smith. Yep. Um, Zach Martin's up. Uh, also, look at a guy like um, Leighton Vander Esch. Mm. He's up this next year coming up. Uh, We're talking about Dalton Schultz. Their bet the backup there is Blake Jarwin. I remember he got hurt last year. Yep. yep. Um, and that's really allowed Schultz to really step step forward. Uh, is pretty opportunistic for him it being in in a contract year. Jarwin's so, yeah. not a bad player though either. No, he's not. He's pretty good. But they do have a lot of guys that they have to go in and and, and redo their contracts. Like Zeke. Yep, Zeke. They got to do his contract. And oh, oh, by the way, um, uh, the other running backs up right now also. Tony Pollard. Oh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, they got to figure out what yeah. they're gonna do with him. I was going to say Corey Kim Clement, but he, he signed it, a one-year deal. Um, so Cooper, Cooper's up for a new contract. What would you think about Pollard here? Love Pollard here. With, instead of Howard. Love Pollard like here. Pair Pollard with, with uh, Sanders. Put them both on the field at the same time. Yeah. Unstoppable. Right. Unstoppable. That'd be a great deal, but he's going to want, he's going to command some money though. Right. Randy he, Gregory's probably gone too, right? Yes, Randy Gregory is gone. He's one of the first one I'll talk about. He's definitely yeah. gone. Uh, but you know, with with him, he's he, normally he doesn't play enough. Yeah, and he's hurt all the time. Right. He's always got an issue. Either that or there's like suspension issues, which he's had quite a few of. Well, the substance, yeah. Yeah. Right. Can't stay on the field. So both, you know, I don't know. I think Lyle is, is in a lame duck contract. Tyron Smith is up this year. Um, Zach Martin, he's up this year. Cooper's up. Um, a lot of big decisions. A whole lot of big, and they don't have the money. That's why. That's why the owner was acting the way he was acting when they were going forward. He's like, "Look, this was the this was a do or die year, right? <laughs> you know, what I mean, we 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 had to make this happen this year. A couple guys under the rookie contracts, you know, this this really put us in a an awkward position because now we have to pay these guys. Well, I just saw this tweet from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Two weeks without an interview, no second interviews, not an encouraging sign for Doug Peterson. Wow. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Wow. Doug, but you so- know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. Doug would probably not be a great interviewer. Yeah. He would not blow you away by the right. stuff that he says out of his mouth because right. his is more so 
you know, what he does in the relationships with the guys on the team, not yeah. what he says out of his mouth. So he it might he'd be one of those guys, you know, in school where he just wasn't a good, you know, a guy that goes to class, but he was a good test taker. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't good at, you know, going to class every day. But every time he needed to take a test, he'd do great. So when he go in to talk to the players and everything, he'd be a great guy. Right. He'd go in and love on him. Remember when he said that? <laughs> a little love on him. Well, that was a receiver yeah. too, wasn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah. Was that was that was he talking about Aguilar? It was Nelson Maybe? Aguilar, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm gonna go love on him. Um but yeah, you got these guys like Sirianni and this Nathaniel Hackett that probably go into these interviews with all these like zany things, right? That they right. say and they wow these owners. Like, dude, <laughs> this guy's off the he's off the chain, man. I got to hire him. <laughs> that is crazy, man. Yeah. Now the so Eagles that might be the case. That might could be, be. The case. could be. Um, the Eagles they say their uh, big free agent is Rodney McLeod. Yes, I would say the same thing. What'd you say? Because I mean, you look at it. Um, you look at the secondary. He's the most consistent guy in the secondary we have right now. Him mm-hmm. and Slay. Right. So, do you let him go? Do you allow him to walk? Anthony Harris and Steven Nelson are also projected to be free agents. They are gone. Yeah, they're gone. You think Anthony Nelson's Harris, gone? You think he's gone? I think. Well, no, because they I mean they threw him a bone. So I think he'll negotiate with him and be and and, and work in their favor because they threw him a bone at the end of the year. Hmm. The Bethuma bone meaning they sat him out and still paid him the bonus. You know, if he played 90% of the snaps, yeah, he would get like a $325,000 bonus or $375,000 bonus. Right. Well, they sat him out because they set all the starters out. Yep. And they still gave him a bonus. Right. Of $375,000. Right. It, so that's right. big up week, to them. That was week 18 they did yep. that. Right. Yep. So, I mean, that's, that's you know, that's that's a show of good faith. And they're pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good about that. They do that all the time. Look with Alshon. They did this to Alshon. Right. You know, he came in and approved a deal. He went out there. Um, you know, they did the same thing with uh, Timmy Jernigan. Jernigan came in a one-year approve it deal. They signed him back. Howard, they did the same thing to Howard. He came in with a prove it deal. They, they signed him. So they're pretty good about, you know, if they say they're going to do something, they usually do it. Mm-hmm. Well, the Giants, their free agent that they list is Lorenzo Carter, linebacker. Really good player. Really, yeah. really good player. I wouldn't mind uh, him coming to the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, the Washington football team, this is a big one. Brandon Scherf, five-time Pro Bowl guard. I don't know if they let him go. Well, he's been on the franchise tag for the last two seasons. Yes. That's what I'm saying. They got to sign him to a deal. Yeah, they have to. You know, he's been, uh, he's been hurt a little bit though, too. Well, he was hurt this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. Came back against us. Um, he's he he plays at a high level, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they let him go because anybody would entertain him. They would sign him to a big money deal. I think they drafted him like fifth overall or something. Yes, didn't they? yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, yeah. from Iowa, I think an Iowa guy. They draft him from Iowa. I think the um, um, the other guy is, is is Payne. I don't know why they didn't put Payne up here. Oh, yeah, for uh, the defensive tackle. Yeah, the defensive tackle. They paid yeah. Allen, but they didn't pay Payne. Maybe so, that's what. Maybe that's why they got in that beef on the sideline a couple. That might have been a couple it. weeks ago. Yep, because <laughs> Payne got Payne didn't get paid, but Allen did get paid. 
and um, he got paid last year. And this year is this is his year. This year, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He got drafted before us, but th- he's you know this is the year that he's supposed to get paid, and he hasn't been paid yet. So that's that's where the problem lies. I'm looking here uh, four potential landing spots for Brandon Scherf in free agency. Texans mm. uh, is one of them. Now you got to click on this damn stuff. The Jets yeah. are listed. Yeah, yeah, they can. I'll they, tell you one. Cincinnati char- Chargers. Yeah, it has to be Cincinnati. It's got to be number one. <laughs> they list the Chargers as number two, uh-huh. and the Dolphins as number one. They don't even have the Bengals in here. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, could you imagine them drafting a tackle and then signing Scherf and free agency in Cincinnati? That would it's be huge. Instantly, instantly become, you know, a major factor. Right. They're already good right now, let alone having having Scherf in there to solidify the middle of that defense, I mean, the middle yeah. of that offense. Isn't that, that would fu- be. isn't that funny, too? They Like the changing of the guard in that division now. Yep. You know, Big Ben's retired. Pittsburgh's got to, you know, sort of re- retool their whole offense, right? Mm-hmm. And find the next guy because I don't think he's on the roster right now, and I think no. they know that. Um, and then you got Cleveland, who had all that hype two years ago. Last year they get to the playoffs, and this year they totally fall off the map. Now they're sort of scrambling again. And the Ravens, what they lost six straight because Lamar got hurt, mm-hmm. really. But they've all of a sudden come up against it in the playoffs with him. They've kind of reached a ceiling. Yeah. Cincinnati's taking over the division. Yeah, yeah. I remember they did the same thing when I was playing for it. We ended up winning the Super Bowl, though, because we knocked out their starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. Kimo Van Olhoff. Yeah, yeah. Kimo Van Olhoff. <laughs> and Chad went off. Ooh. Chad Johnson went. I mean, Ocho Cinco. Ocho, yeah. Went off. You know what I'm saying? They they would they did everything possible to try to, you know. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, once they did that, once he was out, you know, because he he was playing at an an all time high, we mm-hmm. couldn't stop him, you know. So they won the division and everything. They were tough. I mean, really tough. I, I got one for you. Who's that? New Orleans hires Dennis Allen, and he brings in Doug Peterson, and they go sign Nick Foles. Wow. How about wow. that? Wow. 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 <laughs> instant, instant. You know and. Say what you want to say, Doug, with him, uh-huh. it's a match made in heaven. I know. A he only works with Doug. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? That's the only way he, he does what he does was with Doug. Where did he go? <laughs> Didn't he go to, like, Jacksonville for a year, and then yep. nothing happened there, and then he goes to Chicago, nothing They traded happened. him Chicago. Yeah. Wow. He's had some great contracts, too, man. He got – that was, like, $88 million that he got from um, – that he got from Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. So he's been living a life. Now, a South Philly T is added again. He's saying Aaron Rodgers is going to Pittsburgh, a stable franchise wow. with histor- historic franchise. Hey, I could see either Russell Wilson or A Rod going there, man. Wow. They don't have the next guy. You can't, you can't. Where, where do they draft? They'd have to trade up probably to get Pickett anyway. Yes, they would. And there's no guarantees with Pickett. No. Well, they like him because they they're they're around him. Yeah, he just moves his locker from one side to the other. Right, as far as the workout facility. What but they wild. might have to move up to get him. Well, 
that's an organization that doesn't mind doing that. That's an organization that doesn't mind. They draft who they're going to have on the squad, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, they don't typically do anything in free agency. Right. They'll fall on the sword, man. They'll definitely fall on the sword. And their fan base would probably be okay with it because, you know, how good they've been. They would love it. Yeah. 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 They would love it. Uh, Wow. That would be interesting, though. But you know, they went out and got a veteran. I'm really thinking, why is Quinn staying with Dallas? Mm. Why? Did they give him a raise or something? Maybe he knows that uh, that Jarrah can't get Peyton now, but he's still going to hit the eject button on McCarthy. And then he becomes the head coach. Right. It might be the case. I need more drama, Barrett. I need more chaos, (laughs) damn it. There was never more chaos, man, than my – my last year in Philly, man. That was like the most chaotic, you know. Dana Bible was our um our officer coordinator first uh-huh. year. And our quarterback, man, at the time, you know, he just couldn't, you know, so much couldn't read defense. He couldn't. You know, um Randall, you're talking about. No, no, no. Not Randall. Uh, oh, Rodney Pete? No, is it my my last year in Philly? Oh, your uh, last year in Philly. Ohio State quarterback. Oh, Hoying. Uh, Bobby Bobby Hoying. Hoying. Yeah. Well, Bobby Hoying couldn't read defenses because he, they cut the field in half for him the year before. So Dana Bible comes in. He's calling these plays. And and Bobby Horn doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. You know, we're in the games, man. He's holding the ball for like 15 seconds. You know what I mean? It was it was right. idiotic, man. So halfway through the season, Ray Rose fires Dana and makes him like the quality control guy. Uh-huh. And Bill Musgrave, who was a quarterback in the quarterback room like the year before, he's the quality control guy becomes the offensive coordinator halfway through the season. Okay. Mass hysteria. You're talking about chaos. It was nothing but chaos there. Wow. Nothing but chaos. You know, you name it, it happened during that year, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was crazy. Juan, this Juan's first year as a full-time starter at um at the coach, mm-hmm. coaching position. You know, that was his first year being the guy. Right. As the offensive line coach. Because the other coach left, Callahan left with, with Gruden, to the um, was it to, to the Raiders? They went to the Raiders, yeah. They yeah, they went, to, went the Raiders. to the Raiders, yeah. So that was straight chaos, man. But I've seen stuff like that happen before, where the head coach just, you know, I've had head coach quit on me. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it might be the same thing, McCarthy. Yeah, it might be the same thing, McCarthy, man. Yeah, it might be you an know. uprising. The players just don't respect them. They respect the defensive coordinator more. Right. Now, you were on that 95 team, right? That was your rookie yes. year, right? Yes. Now, I'm going to send this to um, to Xander. We got to put this up on the uh, – we got to put this up on the screen and run this because there was a highlight video that uh, actually Sean Brace put on his Twitter yesterday, and I happened to see it. It was the Eagles against Washington. Oh, okay. In 1995. Oh. And they were, it was uh, Chris Berman – doing the highlight uh with tom jackson oh that's, a, that's an all-star lineup there. it was a it was a 14-7 win for the eagles in washington and i i'm sure you were on the line here for this team no question yes yeah. i was so i just i just sent it to uh to xander maybe we can pull that up before we get uh before we get rob Motti on that was my nemesis what was his name um uh Charles Mann. Ken Harvey. To, oh, Ken Harvey, Ken that linebacker. Harvey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was my nemesis. Some of the hard, they was the second hardest guy I ever played against. 
Yeah, Ken he was a Harvey. good player. Oh, did, he's, he did most of his damage with the Cardinals, though, didn't he? Yes. Before, before he came to Washington. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were notorious for going out and getting veteran players, like on the defense, and they'd hit on them. Like when they when they brought a guy in, this is before like the Schottenheimer year where they went and got all those old guys. I'm talking like in the 80s and the early 90s. They always hit on their veterans. Here we go. Right. They love him. But I mean, even he's only four and eleven as a starter. So Nora Turner said, let's see what we can do. Heath Schuler coming in, obviously a little rusty. Of course, the Eagles defense has something to do with that. They can rush the passer. Talking about on a game day, William Thomas, second sack of the Willie season. Willie T. Oh, Charlie Garner Ricky. Charlie there you go. You see me right there? Yeah. There I am. Is that you right there? I just, I just, I just, I blocked down and he was pulled around. And he knows what he's doing. Another side. I see another side. There's Yeah. Daryl Green, clear a nice path for Waters downfield. And then Waters goes right That's to the side, side, right? He's to the flag and he's in. Extra point, no good. The Eagles I love those uniforms. The Me too, man. Second half. Last year. For the Eagles, Rodney, Pete, Ken Harvey with the pressure. Boom. See? There you go. Bones has the ball. But, heaven but now watch. As a fumble. I created it. Just like a diagram. I created Rodney, Pete. Yeah, and Rodney, Pete. Oh, there I am right there. You see where I'm playing right there. Knocking the ball out so Freddie Barnett could get it back for the Eagles. He Rodney the Don, although he was Those are ugly hats. The next series by yep. Ray Rhodes and Randall Cunningham was in. It, rusty. Then Pete Schuler shook off his Pete rust Schuller and rallied the skins. Schuler to he Jamie Asher from Louisville, 19 yards. I used then to love Schuller when they do that. Terry from Louisville. Season he had at 90 yards rushing the ball, takes it for 13 yards. Two plays later, beginning of the fourth quarter, Allen. This is when ESPN was seven great. to six skins. That's when you go. So the Boom, pow. Pete back yeah. in. Randall back to the sideline. Two series, both three and out for Randall. Pete, so he'd shuffle well, the quarterbacks, Barrett. Yep. Fred's Barnett, one-handed catch in an 18-yard game. Then Pete to Barnett. Watch the play Arkansas he makes. Fred. I did a couple radio shows with him. Bounds, but it's a 31-yard He's game. a cool dude. And Ricky Waters, a one-yard punch. Two-point conversion makes it 14 I love the neck roll. Yep. Waters, six TDs. <laughs> neck roll football. Neck roll games. football, Barrett. Can Schuller pull it out? <laughs> you got to love it. 11 minutes to go. He's pressured. These are long highlights, aren't they? Like today, this would be like condensed to 30 seconds. Looking for Orlando Troy. I know. Orlando Troy, not Cepeda, but Greg Jackson. Orlando Troy, not Cepeda. That's exactly right. Not Orlando Cepeda. I thought I thought you'd like that little trip down memory lane that I stumbled across. Hey, as you can see, hey, stream, you can see. I don't lie. I tell you the truth, man. What's that? You see, Ken Harvey was the truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My nemesis, man. He was my nemesis. Uh-huh. I lie for you if I lie to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We're going to have Rob Motti from the Associated Press, uh, AP NFL writer, coming up next. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the show, hour number two, and we're going to start it off with a very special guest, a guy that uh, both Barrett and I really respect in the business. He's the uh, AP NFL writer, headquartered down in Florida right now, but he used to be here in Philly, he used to be on 97.5 back in the day. He's an author, he's a speaker, and he's a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voter. And we're going to talk about a, a great tweet that I saw him put out a couple of days ago. But we've got to start off with football here, Rob. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining us. Um, Tom Brady, what do you think? What do you think's going on in the Brady household today about his future? Uh, what's up, Harry? What's up, Barrett? I think what's going on in uh, in Brady's house is no different than any of us who are married with kids, man. And, and you wouldn't think a guy like Tom Brady's got to go through something like that, but I believe <laughs> there's there's a lot of internal pressure, you know, from uh, Giselle who. When the first words she says to him after he won the Super Bowl last year on the field isn't congratulations, you did it, honey, any of that stuff, uh, what do you have left to prove? That kind of indicated to me, I mean, he's been he's been getting some pressure from her to retire. And although he's playing at an elite level still at 44 yeah. years old, he's under contract next year. I've been feeling for about two, three months just the comments that he's made about being home about being with his family, that he had one foot out the door. And then this past week on, on Monday on his Let's Go podcast, he basically said, you know, this is a serious uh, – uh, he's seriously contemplating retirement. And I hope he doesn't. I hope he goes out there and does it one more year because he's still playing. You know, uh, uh, he's still playing great. It would be yeah. easy, guys, if his skills diminished. It would be easy if he was like Peyton Manning when he went out as a champion with Denver – 
right. they basically carried him defensively. He had been benched. He had come back. And now Tom's at the top of his game, led the NFL in every major statistical category. But, you know, he's getting that, he's getting that nudge from Giselle. I, I don't know what she needs him to do. Take out the trash, make some waffles <laughs> in the morning. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You hey. would think. You would think with all, all, all that money, you know, you could hire all the help right. in the world, right? Rob, I'll, I'll stay in the pool house and take yeah. out the trash and do all the honeydew stuff. He doesn't have to do anything, okay? <laughs> right. I'd come, I'd come really? very cheap. You could have a driver for every kid, take right. him to school and come back. You got the personal chef. You got Like, there is nothing he has to do, but it's about mm-hmm. him being present. You know, the way Tom goes about his, how he approach, what's made him great? is his dedication to his craft. And, and mm-hmm. he's 24 seven into it, watching film and everything that he, he immerses himself into football. And, and, you know, maybe it's come to that point where I don't know if he's got an ultimatum. I feel he wants to play one more year. He had just seen him out there during practices, you know, the, the 10 minutes that we can see, he looked like he was having so much fun. And to hear Bruce Arians say it last week, Bruce said he'd be shocked because he is having that much fun and he's mm-hmm. playing so well. I just believe he needs some time, whether it's two weeks, three weeks, a month to convince Giselle to give him uh, her blessing, her permission, whatever you want to call it, and maybe she'll, you know, maybe if, if he gets on her nerves enough over the next three, four weeks, she'll be she'll like, want right, him out of the house. Get yeah, out of here. get out of here. You know, so <laughs> it's you a, know what? It's a different world. You're right, man. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Um, even if he does retire, she thinks that he's gonna be around her and and the kids. And I, I'm gonna tell you the truth. He's one of those guys that has that. That um that drive that all right it won't be football it's going to be something else it's going to be in the business world it's going to be with this company TB12 it's going to be mm-hmm. with something he's still going to have to go out and be at the height of who he is as a man and as a person so it really you know it really doesn't you know what you know device you you have and that he has in his life it's still going to be whatever that device is he's going to be he's going to be just like it in the NFL it's going to be the same way to whatever it is. Barrett, I, I think you're exactly right. My wife said this the other day. She was We were driving in the car, and she, we're listening to him say it, and she goes, oh, man, he's not coming back. But she, she said the same exact thing. Whatever he does, Brady Brand, TB12, you know, he's got all this stuff he's got going on. He's right. going to immerse himself into that. And, and mm-hmm. he, you know, she, she may get him to stop, you know, getting hit 22 times. He only got sacked 22 times this past season until the playoffs. Then he got sacked seven more times. But uh, it's he's he's not going to be – I can't imagine he's going to be that guy who's always going to be – he's going to put himself into something trying to be the best he can. Why not yeah. one more year at the NFL level? Let's all hope he does. Same thing for Aaron Rodgers. I hope he doesn't step away. Yeah, well, who you know, knows what he's going to do. Well, if they don't if they don't sign Ryan Jensen back, I bet you he does retire. So that should be first on their to do list is signing the best one of the best centers in the league. So they better get him signed back quick. Yeah, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of bucket. They got a lot of unrestricted free agents. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a ton of guys. Offensive line, wide receiver Chris Godwin's coming off the ACL. Leonard Fournette. Uh, some of their secondary. So it's going to be a different look. It's going to be a different team. It's fun to speculate about who might eventually replace him. I know they have Kyle Trask. They drafted him. But I, I was thinking, even though Jimmy Garoppolo's in the NFC Championship game this weekend, we know they drafted Trey Lance, the Niners right. did, to replace him. How ironic would it be that the guy that the Patriots drafted to eventually replace Tom Brady and Jimmy G could end up being the guy who replaces him in Tampa, wow. which would be 
which would be crazy. I've heard people mention, hey, another number 12. Maybe Aaron Rodgers decides to go to Tampa. Oh, yeah. it's, there, there's so many possibilities, but uh, well, yeah, it's going to be a, a, a fun and interesting few weeks after the Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be some story if Garoppolo did it, no doubt. But uh, I saw Gr- uh, Gronkowski's on record as saying if he had to make a decision today, he would retire. Could that influence Tom? Oh, I think Tom influences Gronk. Okay. You know, I, right. I, I think that, <laughs> that right. Gronk's waiting on Tom. If Tom okay. says, hey, hey, Gronk, let's do this one more time. Let's dip our feet in the pool and do the little Tommy and Gronky show and everything else. They, they, I mean, they had a blast these past two years. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was a lot of fun watching them. I, I think if Tom comes back, Gronk will come back. Uh, and if Tom steps aside uh, and, and retires, I, I think Gronk will move on to any number of uh, different party lifestyle, uh, everything else, wrestling again, wrestling, whatever yeah. else you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, where are my football pants? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the truth. Right? Maybe maybe uh, maybe Tom just wants to um, eat strawberries and bread. That's the I mean that might be it also. Right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe some real ice cream instead of the avocado ice cream. Right, right, right. right. Uh, but but speaking of Aaron Rodgers, I mean he's a hard guy to, to try to figure out, let alone you know really having a, a grasp on what he's going to do. What's your gut tell you? Do you think he's got his eyes on maybe a Denver now that his offensive coordinator got signed there as the head coach or what do you think he does I think he plays Harry I, th- I think he he's still as a, like Tom elite at the top of mm. his game and most likely going to be the MVP he was the first team all pro for us for the AP and and uh, he'll most likely uh, I would imagine him or Tom will be the MVP this year and that if it is Aaron it will be a two-time MVP he can't go out like that. He's still playing too good. And I think he's got he's got way more to prove than Tom Brady, mm-hmm. who's won seven yeah. Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers won as many Super Bowls as Nick Foles, yeah. as many as Trent Dilfer. He, he's got something to prove. Yeah, he and, needs and another one, doesn't he? He does. I, yeah. I think he does. You know, I think with putting him in that, people talk about him being one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, he's got all this talent. He doesn't win in the playoffs. He's lost four times in Lambeau yeah. with home field advantage you, in the postseason. You can't you can't do that. So I do think he comes back, and I think it'll be somewhere else because you look at the Packers' salary cap situation. You look at Devontae Adams uh, you and him saying, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. To me, all that adds up to let's go somewhere else. And, and Denver is the, the hot, the ideal. Uh, it fits. They got some receivers there that uh, they got a tight end, Noah Fant. Uh, they got some pieces on that team. They're in a win-now mode, and and uh, everybody knows they need a quarterback. It's not Teddy Bridgewater. It's not Drew Locke. Aaron Rodgers would make them uh, possibly the, the team to beat out there, and I know they got to contend with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Josh Allen and Buffalo. It, it'll be – I wonder if that factors into Aaron Rodgers' decision because right. the NFC doesn't have that team, whereas right. you go to the AFC, you got to deal with Mahomes and Josh Allen – and Joe right. Especially if Tom does retire, if you're Aaron yeah. Rodgers, do you want to leave the NFC? Right. I mean, that, that you got to think like that, man. Does he want to go down there and celebrate Mardi Gras? That'd be a I great club with a great defense. Yeah. Yeah, they, but they they also got salary cap hell. They got a coach who bailed on them because of salary cap hell and and right. the Taysom Hill contract. I'm I'm telling you, the ideal place for Aaron right here. You know, I got an extra room. And yeah. we, we got five bedrooms. <laughs> if he wants to come down here and check it out, I'm, I'm 20 minutes from the complex. So, Aaron, uh-huh. you know, if you're listening, uh, I, I don't, I, I haven't criticized you for any of your views, and uh, you know, we, we got, we got a place for you. We got a little, little bit, of, a little area here on the water. I think you'd like. Right. 
Well, hey, man, wow. you know, you know, people on the stream, man, ask as a you know, great question. Does Rob, he said, does Rob think Wentz is done in Indy? Man, when you see Jim Ursay, yeah, put out a tweet the other day that says it's clear you need a quarterback and an offense that can score 30 points to be one of the, the last eight teams. Uh, that's a message from the owner that's I don't know. damning, yeah. right? I now, don't I don't know if Ursay watched the Niners and Jimmy G get to the NFC Championship game because he didn't do a damn thing. They scored right. 13 points and got a, a field goal. So there's different ways to, to get to win, and, and you can do it around defense and run game. So there you can get – I don't think Carson's done, but when you lose to Jacksonville, one of the worst teams in the NFL – and and that was the game. Your team, everybody else wasn't bringing it. The offensive line was letting you down. Everybody, uh, the run game wasn't working. You got to step. Wentz can't up. play linebacker, huh? Yeah, Wentz can't play linebacker. No, he can't. But you got to you got to step up, right? You got right. to win your team a game. And and there were games where he had that were phenomenal this season, but he lost. The Baltimore game, the Monday night game, he threw for over 400 yards. The Tampa game, where he had over 300 yards in the first half. Yet both of those games, as great as he was, they lost. And then when his team really needed in, in Jacksonville, now, like you said, defense let them down. Offensive line was like a turnstile. But uh, I don't know that he's done there because what what can they do? What else? Where, and Frank Reich will probably push to, I would think, say, hey, give me one more year with this guy. He ended up 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. So uh, he was able to contain the turnovers. We got this strong run game. One more year, maybe we can make this work. I, hmm. I, I would think he'll be back next year. How surprised are you that uh, Doug Peterson didn't get a whole lot of love in the uh, coaching interview? Man, I am surprised. You know, I see Sean Payton step aside and give you a four and a half hour uh, post conference uh, news conference after his retirement, and everybody's lauding how great he is, and he's going to be the hottest name on the hiring cycle next year. And I go, Sean Payton had Drew Brees for fourteen years, and he won one Super Bowl. Yeah. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl in his second year with a quarterback who clearly isn't the same guy, but was playing at an MVP level and a backup in the playoffs. Why can't right. he get that love? I think what it is, guys, is what you're seeing now is ownership, one, making a strong push to hire diverse candidates, right? Which with, uh, you need diversity in the NFL. So that's one area. But the other is they are looking for the new, young, fresh mind, the Nathaniel Hackett the next Sean McVay, the next uh, Kyle Shanahan, the next Zach Taylor. And they look at Doug uh, as, a, as an older coach and a retread. And although he had success, won a Super Bowl, went to the playoffs three years, he's not that next big thing, that next boy wonder genius. And, mm -hmm. and that's costing him right now. Now there's a lot of jobs open. He still may get one. Mm. But I, I think Doug's path back to the NFL might be as an offensive coordinator somewhere. Wow. Yeah, just get in, you know. That's, yeah. that's the biggest thing. It just needs to get in. Uh, but looking from from you know the Eagle standpoint and Gannon, you know, getting a couple of interviews here and there. What are you hearing from you know people that are giving him an opportunity to go out there and uh, and uh, interview for teams? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to get a job this cycle. I, I thought that he was getting some interviews. He's going to get some looks, but he's got to go out there and prove himself another year as a defensive coordinator. Because I don't think the Eagles' defense clearly they weren't a top five defense, no. and I know they had some good numbers, but he was missing. Some, he didn't have all the pieces. He didn't have all the talent. So uh, Houston seems like they may be a little hot on him, but they they're they're such a in 
yeah, dysfunctional organization. It seemed like they wanted to hire Josh McCown, but uh, so many people are, are critical of that, that they're hoping he can get an interview somewhere else and they can justify that. I, I still don't think Jonathan Gannon will get an interview. And what I thought was interesting, I mean, get a job. He's got the interviews. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was interesting was last week when, when um, Nick Sirianni was asked, hey, if he doesn't get a job, will he be back as your defensive coordinator? Now, I know Nick hadn't spoken to Jeffrey Lurie yet, And he probably didn't want to say, hey, yeah, he's definitely coming back. But he didn't give him that endorsement. And and when you got a D.C. who's heading out there and getting head coaching uh, interviews, not to say, yeah, of course he's going to be back. I I thought that was a little bit interesting. Like, hey, all right, I got to still run this by uh, the big man upstairs, Jeffrey Lurie. I got two more for you for the NFL before we get to the uh, Hall of Fame in baseball. Sure. Uh, Dallas. Always interesting. Looks like Dan Quinn is staying there now. He was a hot candidate for a couple of different openings. But now Sean Payton, you know, steps away. Do you see maybe Jera, you know, trying to put Sean Payton in there in another year or so? What do you think happens there? Yeah, I think unless Mike McCarthy wins the Super Bowl next year, that's probably the path that they're going to go because there was talk about Sean Payton wanting to go to Dallas a few years ago in 2019 that, yeah yeah, that didn't pan out and uh, he, he conveniently steps aside now and uh and and that's a, a a very strong possibility i think guys and of course mike mccarthy and the cowboys can change that up if they come back and, and they win that super bowl and they do have a candidate in house and dan quinn if, if right. Sean Payton didn't want to coach and if he wanted you know if he got a two-year tv deal or whatever it may be but it certainly tr- it looks that way uh, we'll see how the season plays out. And uh, the Cowboys, man, how about this? You got an NFC championship, no Aaron Rodgers, no Tom Brady, no yeah. America's team, Dak Prescott. You got stinking Jimmy G and the 49ers in there again, again <laughs> against the most overrated coach in the NFL, Sean McVay oh, wow. and the LA Rams. I, I wish Dougie P and Nick Foles were back so they could they could do what they usually do to the Rams, and that's just taking in their house. They took them down two times. Yeah, well, Shanahan kind of owns McVay right now. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, six and uh, yeah, six and zero before those with Jared Goff is a little different than that's than true. Stafford, right? That is true. Um, getting back to the Peyton thing, though, if he does go to Dallas, let's say in a year or two, do they still owe compensation to New Orleans? How does that work? Oh, that's a great question. Well, he's got three years, right? Three years left on his contract, so yes. Oh, okay. So as long as the contract would still be in place, they'd have to give drafts. There's got to be something that's worked out there. Uh, Okay. And and that could be a trade cop, whatever it may be. they got to work something out because he's under contract to the Saints for three more years. Okay. Now, Pittsburgh. Big Ben made it official. We all kind of knew that was coming, and it was time. Um, I don't think they have the guy on the roster. I don't think they believe they have the guy on the roster. Could that be a spot for like a Russell Wilson or a Aaron Rodgers or Garoppolo or something? Yeah, absolutely. Eric Carr. I, I think so. I, I think any one of those guys, uh, a, any quarterback with a pedigree, they're going to have to look at and, and consider uh, bringing them in because I, I don't think Mason Rudolph is the answer either. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, they got they got some weapons too. They got some weapons on offense. They got some weapons uh, that on, on certainly defense. T.J. Watt's a monster. And they got to the playoffs with uh, Big Ben this year, and and uh, obviously he was just a shell of his former self, and he he's he's retiring now and going out uh, the, the way he did. So I I would think that you know Russell Wilson is a guy that may 
if, if Seattle's going to really move forward and, and move on from Russell Wilson, they, they got to look at you, you got Pittsburgh, you got Carolina. I know the Eagles are going to be in the mix. You know, I don't know if New Orleans can make it work with their salary cap situation. We don't know what's going to happen with TB in, in Tampa. So there's a lot, you know, and, and let's not forget Deshaun Watson. Like right. Deshaun Watson's name, right? Because But the problem with him is whatever that the legal ramifications of it's got to be reside. I still can't see a team wanting to give up the assets it's going to take to get Watson until they know, is he going to be suspended for four games, eight games, 10 games? What are the legal ramifications? And until that happens, I think you'll see other quarterback movement until he, and, and he won't go uh, on, on the block yet. Very interesting offseason. I can't yeah. wait, man. Can't I know. wait. It's going to keep Rob busy being the NFL <laughs> AP writer. That's for sure. Man, I can't wait to get to LA next week. And it's, it's good. You know, that's where rumors start right. swirling and, and all the sources say this and sources say that. When 90% right. of the time, those sources are like, oh, what did you hear? What did you hear? I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. Hey, you know, it's funny, guys. Like sometimes, guys, people will ask me my opinion. Next thing I know, they got a story or a blog up saying a source uh, within the NFL. I'm like, dude, I just told you that. I'm not a team official. I, you know, it was just, it's my opinion, but it uh, happens all the freaking time. That's why that's I incredible. everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, that 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 week between uh, the championship games and the Super Bowl will be very busy with with a lot of different rumors, oh, yeah. man. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, but you got to follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Motti, two A's, two D's, because he puts out stuff like this. A couple days ago, of course, after David Ortiz gets uh, put in the Hall of Fame, no Bonds, no Clemens, no Schilling, Rob says it's time to take the Baseball Hall of Fame vote away from us. How about that? That was that was an incredible tweet. I loved it. And uh, obviously you're disappointed that that Schilling and all three of them didn't get in or. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, you know, and, and I, I've been voting for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens for 10 straight years now. And and I've been outspoken about it. I don't know if I'm going to have a vote as much as <laughs> I'm so critical of the process. But it's just it's a flawed process, man. When when Barry when Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens still aren't in the Hall of Fame, which is a museum that recognizes the greatest players in the history of the game. Right. How can you tell the story of Major League Baseball without the home run a leader, without one of the greatest pitchers? Mm -hmm. um, there are guys in the Hall of Fame, I can guarantee you, that have used performance enhancing supplements. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Well, Ortiz. <laughs> Ortiz. Yeah. And, and I, I know. Well, it, it wasn't official. It was on. It, there are guys in, in the Hall of Fame, no doubt, who yeah. use PEDs. There are players in the 60s and 70s who have admitted to using amphetamines. Henry Aaron admitted it. You with, Schmidt. Right? Yeah. It, it helps you with your hand-eye coordination. As a former baseball player at the collegiate level, I didn't play minors. I didn't play the majors. I know this. If I had better hand-eye coordination, it would have helped me hit a whole lot better than if I was all jacked up. And I did get all jacked up. I went from 165 pounds to 225 with single-digit body percentage, body fat. Body and fat. I did it by using over-the-counter stuff, guys. And, and that over-the-counter stuff, some of it is banned by Major League Baseball. Yep. Jason Romero got suspended 50 games for using a supplement that I walked into a GNC and I bought. So yep. how is that fair? Why can Joe Average, why can I walk in and take something and other guys can't? Major League Baseball benefited from these guys hitting all these home runs and said nothing about it. And now we're keeping them out of the Hall of Fame. And right. in Kurt Schilling's case, it's not steroids. It's his political views. Yep. It's That's nonsense. We got to put the guys based on their stats, bottom line.
Yeah. And how about Schilling coming out with that tweet congratulating uh, David Ortiz and saying it's not about the guys who didn't get in. It should be about the guys that do get in. That was was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I sat down with Kurt a month ago. It was the only interview he did ahead of Mm. the Hall of Fame. And it was a very fascinating conversation. It was about 25, 30 minutes. And I would encourage people if they want to listen to it, go to uh, faithonafieldshow.com podcast. It's on there. It's a month ago. And he talks about wanting to go in as a diamondback. He talks about guys who didn't stick up for him in the media, who know him very well. And and then get this. He said, I don't really think I deserve to be a Hall of Famer. And I was like, really? What? And, and he said, based on – and he did the, this test with me. He goes, there are guys whose name I will say, and you tell me, Hall of Famer or not. Babe Ruth. Yes. Willie Mays. Yes. And then people hesitate with his name. And he goes, if there's a hesitation and you need to look up more stats and dig and do – that to me is not a Hall of Famer. See, there's people who believe in – the Hall of Fame should be the greatest, uh, you know, just a small group of elite, and then some who think bigger. Now, mm-hmm. I feel like there are guys that I need to dig in, look at their numbers, compare them to different eras, and, and vote them in. And then there are the guys, the Ken Griffey Juniors, the Greg Maddox, that you should just vote in, right? right. You don't have to look at anything. Right. Uh, he, he, so he feels, hey, I, I don't I don't think I fit in that category, which I thought huh. was pretty fascinating. And, Me too. And, and, you, you know, straightforward, transparent, honest out of him. Yeah, and that's faithonthefieldshow.com. You can find that. It's also a, a Twitter feed, at faithonthefield, yep. uh, that, that Rob handles as well. So uh, last thing, what do you think happens this weekend? Who do you think uh, is in the Super Bowl? I'm, I'm going to take Kansas City at home. I think uh, Cincinnati's offensive line, they allowed nine sacks last week and still found a way to beat Tennessee, which I thought yeah. kind of was a fraud team this year. I, I didn't believe in them as a number one seed. You're not going to – if Joe Barrow gets sacked five times, six times, seven times, you're not going to beat – the 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 case city chiefs i think both teams are going to score jamar chase is going to have a big game joe barrow is going to have a big game but the chiefs have a high powered offense who can keep up with that so i could see this being a a close game i would take the bengals to cover but kansas city to win uh maybe late in in field goal at the end or whatever and and then uh in in the nfc game i I think this is uh finally la's time to to hand it to kyle shanahan and jimmy garoppolo this is a game where i I think can get out of hand a little bit Mm. uh and 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 the rams not only win the game cover the spread win by double digits they're just too high powered of an offense and and i saw what aaron uh donald and von miller did to tom brady last week yes and and then if if you if you do that to jimmy garoppolo you can expect a whole lot of turnovers Absolutely, man. Yeah. I don't think the same thing, man. Oh, breaking news. Uh-oh. Matt Eberflus, head oh, coach of Chicago Bears. Chicago, okay. There, there, so. there you go. Dougie P misses out again. There you go. Uh, last thing I said, I lied. There is one more thing. <laughs> what was last weekend the best football playoff weekend or that you've ever seen? Only because I'm older now and I can't remember too far back. So I'm just going to go with the most recent, you know, I'm getting my years and my dates and everything else confused. There may have been a a greater, I I will say this, people who are like, oh, that Bill's Chiefs game was the greatest playoff game of all time. The whole weekend was awesome. But the Eagles Patriots 41-33 Super Bowl that featured one punt more yards than any game in the history of the NFL was a hell of a back and forth incredible game that I, you know, it didn't end in overtime like Bills and, and Chiefs did, but I, I would put that maybe because I'm a little biased at the top of my list. I'm, 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 I'm kind of biased on um, 
when you look at you know the Steelers versus the Colts. I mean, the oh, game saved yeah. the tackle. I mean, yeah. I, I thought that was pretty good too. Back and forth, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. You know anybody who was on the field at that time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that. Oh, does the does the NFL have to change their overtime rules? People are screaming. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, I, I I think I think for the postseason you got to when it's ten and one the team that wins the toss in the postseason uh, goes on and, and wins the game I think you got to do something different and um, maybe the only fair way would be play a ten minute fifth quarter the whole thing play it all out uh, and and then decide at the end not the first team to score not too uh, not you know each team gets the ball play ten minute you don't want to play fifteen you don't want them to keep going you don't want to play twelve play ten maybe play eight uh, I don't care but let both teams have an opportunity to possess the ball, uh, e- even the Kansas City Chiefs, who benefited from it, right. they're, they're probably going to be. So here's what happens. The, the NFL Competition Committee isn't going to review this unless another team comes to them with a proposal uh, to change Besides it. Besides Buffalo. Yeah, right. Buffalo will come to them. Right. So you got to come to them with, with, hey, take a look at this and have an alternative. All right, we know the Ravens had a radical one where, you know, one team picks where the ball is, the other one picks where uh, whether they take the ball or go on defense. There's got to be something done. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, you know, I'm I'm one that says it's fine the way it is, but the ten minute quarter thing, like to, to have a finite number of minutes to play, um, I could probably be convinced to do that. That's not a bad one. Thanks, yeah, you, Rob. You you win the toss and, and and you keep the ball then and then you don't kick it back. So right. all right, fellas, have fun. I enjoyed yeah. it, man. There he Appreciate is, Rob Motti. He's great, man. Follow him on Twitter. Follow the faith on the field. That sounds like a great interview with uh, with Kurt Schilling too that he did. It was Schilling, Schilling's a Hall of Famer, man. Dude, come on. I mean, come on, man. And, and, and just because he's a little weird now, so what? Let him, be, <laughs> you know, like he raises chickens. Let him raise his chickens, yeah. man, and say yeah. whatever the hell he wants to say. I mean, if he wants to get his ass whooped for saying something stupid, <laughs> then let him get his ass whooped for saying something stupid. But just put the man where he needs to be, bro. Right. You know, I totally agree. All right, we'll uh, we'll take a short time out, and we'll be back on the other side. And of course, you had the breaking news: uh, Eberflus is now the head coach of the Chicago Bears back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, welcome back. Final half hour of the show. Our thanks to Rob Motti. It's my guy, man. Such a great guest. And he he can talk about anything and everything uh, very intelligently, too. And, uh, you know, him, you know, he he talks to all these coaches and general managers and all that kind of stuff. So now what do you think? Why do you think Eberflus got the job in Chicago? What do you think he did in that interview? He came in there and showed them everything about, fields and his plan for fields right to make him a star yeah i mean i i guess he they feel as though he can make you know fields a player man and and that's you know especially after what you saw these last couple games you know on you know this weekend that if mm-hmm. you can make a quarterback better if you can sell that to an owner yeah or in, in a gm i mean it, it's as good as gold you know they're gonna hire you man and that's what i'm saying i don't understand why doug isn't getting an opportunity he made carson Wentz and and every other quarterback he had there, a better player. Mm-hmm. You know, had a player at a high level. So I don't understand why he's not getting a job. Well, how about this? What if Reich hires Doug as his OC now that his OC got hired away? Wow. You know, I just saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, see, that's that's because you're a great mind, see. But that's Wentz doesn't like idea. Doug anymore, though, right? No. <laughs> but but it doesn't a- matter. I don't think – I don't think, you know – Anybody likes Wentz right now. Yeah, right. You know? And, yeah. you know, Wentz is – he's just a unique a unique person, man. Yeah, yeah, you know? he is. He's just a unique person, man. That's all. He is. You know, I, I don't know him like other players know him. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've only been around him um, during times in which, you know, he hasn't been the most friendliest guy because right. he's not in a position to be that way because, you know, he's a player and here I am on in the media side. But when I did, when I did get the opportunity, especially when he was young, to be around him, um, you know, before he became Carson Wentz, the leader of the team, mm-hmm. things were a lot different. When you don't have power, things are a lot different. Then when you get the power, I saw a totally different person. Interesting. You know, with me, you know, I just keep it. I, I am what I am. You see me out at the mall, I'm going to be right. this way. You see me, you know, on, on the middle, I'm going to be this way. This is just who I am. Right. You know, you have to watch yourself sometimes and, you know, kind of, you know, it's an ebb and flow thing, but you got to make sure your ebb and flow is 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 not so far-fetched that people can't get a read on who you are for real. If you see me at the mall, you better snap a picture because that's like Haley's Comet. Right. <laughs> You're just not doing it, huh? I'm just not there. No. Uh, but that Jim, I don't even do that, man. That Jim, that Jim Ursay uh, tweet that uh, Rob was talking about, I had actually favorited that the other day because, man, that jumped out at me. He says, this is the official Jim Ursay Twitter. You can see, clear as day, the final eight NFL team playoffs, you need a QB and offense. And he capitalizes the O in offense, who can score 30 or more in regulation and a defense that can hold an opponent under 30. Now, if that's not a sign or it's like a signal to his quarterback, 
I don't know anything, man. You don't have to be. The writing is on the wall. I might yeah. even come into work the next day. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I want to make sure my. I would come into work just to see if my key card still worked. My swipe card. <laughs> I'd have to make a phone call. I'm not yeah. just gonna waste my time and go to work. Look, hey man, should I even right. come to work, bro? Right. Yeah. Well, the, the the guy at the at the parking gate, he says, "Uh, yeah, you need a visitor's pass." Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, 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 I got a note here. It says, uh, if uh, Carson Wentz shows up, he needs a visitor's pass. Oh, my goodness. This is like when I go to the job up here, man, NBC Sports. When our, our, um, you know, where, where we work at, where all the studios are, is inside the Wells Fargo Center. And sometimes <laughs> when I walk in, I, I talk to the security guard. It's like a different security guard every right. other day. Right. And I see pictures of people on the wall. Do not let this person in. <laughs> right. And there's a picture of Aton. <laughs> Do not let this person in. Oh man, I say Please that rest on site. Right, I say that because I love him. I actually talked to him this morning. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh right, man. So fire, look, they fire me. They better put that up for me. That's Cause right. Because you know they fired people before, man, and they had you know a guy came by. They had to you know had the the uh, security for the building help him get his stuff out. I'm like, I wish they would disrespect me like that. You know, you're going to need that if you if you if you disrespect me like that. Right. <laughs> right. Just let me go in, get my stuff and I'm gone. You know, I'm not going to go crazy. <gasps> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> let me see here. I want to see what uh, jobs are still open. Uh, Broncos, Hackett, Eberflus, Chicago, Minnesota's job is still open. Now, they just yep. hired that general manager. So I guess they're going to let uh, him sort of get the lay of the land, and he's going to pick the next head coach. Right. Um, the Giants still open. The Giants' job is technically still open. Yes. We think it's day ball, but his job yes. to lose, but it's technically still open. Um, the Raiders' job is still open. I didn't think that was open. I thought that was already written in stone. They were going to keep um, the guy that's there. Well, they, they interviewed him, Basaccia. He had to interview again for the job. That's not good. Like you didn't know you don't know enough about me. Right. I've already been here as a coach and I just guided you to the playoffs. That's kind of like what they did with uh Deuce though. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? that's you, true. You, you gonna make me interview again? Well, yeah, and look Third what happened time? to Deuce. Like they didn't they didn't really want him. Right, right. I, I, that's why I think they're, yep. they're telling Basaccia, we don't really want you. Right. Todd Bowles apparently is gonna get it going to interview for that job and so is gerard mayo um but they still need a new general manager too so maybe they hire the gm first right right, Who, right you know uh the dolphins head coaching job is still open right right and the vikings texans and yes the texans correct and the pittsburgh steelers need a defensive coordinator yeah, they do. That's right. Yeah. Oh man, that's right. right. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Butler. Um, right. He he yeah, retired, retired, didn't he? Yeah. 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 No, we did, did he? <laughs> yeah, we did, did he? And the Seahawks need a defensive coordinator. Oh. And and so do the the Ravens, I think. Right? Didn't that Wick yeah, yeah. Martindale uh, decide yep. to do something else? Yep. Wow, that's a lot of open jobs. I think they're interviewing the guy at Michigan. Actually, the Ravens. The defensive coordinator for Jim Harbaugh is uh, interviewing with John Harbaugh, I think. Wow. Yeah. Well, keeping it in the family, huh? Exactly. Wow. So that so that's 
Um, so they need a new coordinator. Mm-hmm. Seattle needs a new coordinator. Yep. Um, and Green Bay, Green Bay needs a new coordinator. Right, and you know, off- offensive coordinator. Uh, Boy, would that be a spot? For, would that be a spot for Doug Peterson? Great spot. Go back Green home. Bay. Go back to you know his second team. He got he was in the league with. Yeah, that was his second team. Right. So yeah, that would man. Be interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow, it's a lot. It's a lot of jobs. This this is right. So the the enemy's not getting a gig then, because the only interview I think he had was with Denver. Yes. He's not getting out. I don't know what pictures he has or some or something's yeah. going on with him, man. There's yeah. something past. There's something beyond. Yeah. His ability to coach, just keeping him from being um, in a position to, to, to really get interviewed. Or and if, bring it, him if, in. if it happened at Colorado, that's like 30 years old. Exactly. Wasn't exactly. he there in the early 90s? Yes, he was there when I was at Kansas State. Yeah. 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 Same time period. Wow. I still I still think the Texans are going to hire our, our, our man Gannon. Well. And then I, that, you know. Somebody's going to hire Fangio too. Like, wouldn't Fangio be perfect in Pittsburgh? Oh, as the DC, perfect, yeah, it'd be the perfect mix for him. He wouldn't have to change anything. They ran a three-four in Denver, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, uh, there, there it is. There's the hire. Just go do it. See, that's see that your next level now, man. The only thing now is they need a quarterback and all the line. Don't say second level. That's already taken. <laughs> second level. <laughs> Oh man! All right, you want to get back into this uh, free agent list? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I forgot to ask Rob about uh, Antonio Brown suing the Buccaneers. Right, right. That, right. that was some news there, but uh, yeah, let's get back. We kind of knew that anyways, though. What's that? We kind of knew that anyways. Yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, he needs the money. <laughs> yeah, he needs the money. Yeah. All right, uh, NFC North is the next division that they go through here with the Bears. And this guy had a big year. Hicks, the defensive tackle. He's a free oh. agent. Well, you're talking about a guy that's next level type of uh defender. He's a big tough dude, man. Man, he 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 talking about a root hog. He can move. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, he if he doesn't feel like being moved, he's not gonna be moved. Uh-huh. Good pass rusher. Yep. He does everything in the middle of that defense. I don't know if they let him go, man. He really he collapses that pocket from yes, the inside, man. Wow. Yeah. Plays angry too. Wow. Detroit Lions linebacker Charles Harris. I don't uh, know much about him. He's okay. He's just okay. I don't know if he'd be their their the free agent guy that they you know put on the list. But hey, you know what do I know? But I, I don't think he's done necessarily um, enough to be that high on the list. Well, he can see he had his best year as a pro, apparently, in a contract year. Imagine that. Ten tackles for loss and seven and a half sacks. Yeah. Sixty-five tackles. Right. That means he's a three-four defensive end. Is you that what is that your translation there? Yeah, that's what okay. that translates to me. Okay. When you play linebacker, you're outside linebacker, and you only have sixty-five tackles and tackles for loss and seven five seven point five sacks. That means you're doing a lot more rushing. Hmm. As a rush in on third third down, as opposed okay. to playing everyday downs, playing against a run and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, the Packers. It's pretty obvious. Devontae Adams. Right. That's that goes without saying. Yeah. Only you need to elaborate on that. <laughs> right. And, and Rodgers is on record as saying that he's going to make up his mind uh, before they'd have to decide whether, 
you know, what to do with him franchise. Like, I don't know. Can they, yeah, they could franchise him. Mm-hmm. That's what you're thinking. They're going to do $19 yep. million. Yep. I don't think that would make him happy, especially if Aaron Rodgers he would somewhere not be else. At all. He would his, be pissed. Can you imagine how his numbers are going to drop? Oh, yeah. Without having him? Right. Oh, See, now that's next level right there. <laughs> if A-Rod goes to Denver, let's just say for the sake of argument, or he goes somewhere else, who cares where? Mm-hmm. And then they got to deal with, with Jordan Love as his quarterback. You're right. His numbers are going to drop, which could decrease his value. That's absolutely what's going to happen. His value is just going to drop, drop, drop. Hmm. You know, I didn't. I didn't realize until Rob pointed out that uh, the Saints have such cap problems, so that could be a problem for uh, for a Rod going there. You know, I mean, I didn't know that they got a lot of guys on that on that defensive side of the ball are getting paid. A lot of guys getting paid, man. Mm -hmm. You know, Lattimore. You know, I mean, you name it, they got a lot of money tied up there. Who's the big lineman that they get? The lineman. Um, oh, uh, the rusher. Edge yeah, guy. Um, oh, my goodness. I just. Oh, he's good. Why the hell can't I think of his name? Let me get it real fast. Yeah, go ahead. Get it. I'm going to go. I'm going to move on to the Minnesota Vikings here while you look that up. And they say that their big free agent is Patrick Peterson. Cameron Jordan. Cameron Jordan. Very good. Yeah. That's, but, he's, you know, but this is how many guys are, they have to read. They just read, they just gave uh Ramchek a new contract. They just gave him a new contract. Okay. He was the first round pick a few right. years ago. Yeah. Then they gave that idiotic um, contract to Taysom Hill. Yeah. Almost a hundred million dollars. Um, Lattimore mm-hmm. just got paid. Another first round pick. Right. Right. They still got to pay Marcus Williams. Malcolm's still getting a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they got some problems, man. Yeah. They got some real, real problems. What about Minnesota? Is Patrick Peterson, is he still a top-flight corner to you? I think he's better than average. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a problem, man. I mean, you know, you look at their quarterback situation. I don't know if they have anybody that can replace him like that. So – that's 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 a serious problem for him. So they they got they need to keep him. They need to sign him. Hmm. But how are they going to sign him when they don't know what type of defense they're going to run? Right, because they don't have the um, the head coach yet, and we don't know what system he's going to bring in. What type of coach he's going to bring in? Three, four, yeah. four, three. So you know that's 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 going to be major. You know this hmm. Super Bowl and all the mixing and mingling and willing and dilling. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna <laughs> be gonna busy, be man. Yeah, this is gonna yeah. be eventful. Yeah. yeah, even in a, even even the Pro Bowl, gonna have a lot of meaning this year. Oh, look at you! You're still First trying time. to get me to watch the damn Pro Bowl, aren't you? You're, this is where those 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 guys get other guys to come play with them. Uh huh. Is that where it goes? Is that yeah. where it goes down? Yeah, I mean, it's just like you know, it's almost like uh the golf course. The Pro Bowl is almost like the golf course. So many deals go down. At the, at the Pro Bowl. It's like that lobby for the coach's hotel at the Final Four. Yep. <laughs> oh, you should see that. I've seen that firsthand. Is that, that bad? Is, oh, that is a zoo. I'm telling you. <laughs> Guys are just like basically walking around with their resume. It's unbelievable. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, NFC South. I can't pronounce this guy's name. Can you? Let me see. Hold on. Foyasadi Olukan. I have no idea. He's a linebacker. That's who they Wait, list. Olukan, yeah. Olukan. Uh, Never heard of him. Yeah, I don't know much about him. I don't either. I'm not even going to act like I do. Yeah, but who cares? They have three career interceptions. 
Mm-hmm. He's the leader of that defense. Yeah. He's know. been called an ascending player by the new head coach. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Let's move on to our man, Hassan Reddick. Yes. With the Panthers. Finest. Yes. Um, he played well this year. He did. And he played Very well the well. year before with the Arizona Cardinals. He um he's he's more fo- he's more so like one of those three, four guys. Right. You know, rush in. I mean, because he had when he's with the Cardinals, he had like Double digit sacks, like maybe 14, 13 sacks. He got like year. half of them, I think, in one game. Yeah. So, you know, he against the Giants, the I want to say. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't work. He doesn't necessarily work with what the Eagles are going to try to do. If if they, I mean, they might put him in and on, on third downs as a guy that can go out there and, mm-hmm. and rush the pass. But can he cover? You know, those are the, you know, those are what he, you know, his skill set has to come um, and get better. Can he cover? Because, you know, in a, in a 4-3, he would have to cover tight ends and running backs right. out of the backfield. Can he do that? I think he can. He's a good enough athlete. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good athlete. So uh, he made that transition from being just a, you know, defensive end. He was just a defensive end at Temple. Right. They made him a linebacker um, with the Cardinals. And he kind of, you know, stayed that way, but a rush-in type of linebacker um, with, with the Panthers. Okay, the Saints, Jameis Winston, obviously had the torn ACL. No doubt the best quarterback on their roster. Yes, without question. Yep. Yeah. So that makes him that makes him a hot commodity with this Saints. Um, is he a different player than he was like two or three years ago? I think he is. I think he is also. I think he's yeah. gotten better. Yeah, I do too. I think he's gotten better. He used he used them to to really um, sell this game down. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I they're gonna. I think that they they have to sign him back, but he, they don't yeah. have the money to do it though. Right. He he's one of these guys that one of these quarterbacks that we kind of forget about when we start talking about other teams, you know, that have need. Right. We kind of forget about Jameis being a possible solution. And that's because we always think about that 30-30 year where he had thirty touchdowns. Was it thirty touchdowns or yeah. thirty interceptions? I think he had was 30, 30 and thirty. Right. <laughs> they should do a thirty for thirty on that year. <laughs> right. They really should. That's something you 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 don't see quarterbacks that have thirty interceptions play exactly. so exactly. they can throw thirty interceptions. Right. I mean, right? but you know, he had over five thousand yards passing. Yeah. You know, on that on that Bucks team, and that, and that Bucks team was terrible too, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they were terrible, but he, you know, he still played well enough to, you know, get him to that point. Right. You know, I think the other reason is because he got hurt. Right. You, got, <laughs> you kind of forget about him. But, you know, what about him for like the Pittsburgh Steelers? Nah, he you doesn't think fit. he does not fit who the Pittsburgh Steelers are. Okay. What's the reason? Man, they like straight nosed people, man. They they molded Ben into the straight nosed guy. They made him become because mm-hmm. it was it, you know the way those two act, they acted kind of similar. He was you know, a wild child, Roethlisberger. Yeah. Man, he yeah. got in a bunch of trouble. Exactly. You yeah. know, they finally molded him into the guy that they thought he was going to be for the organization. So they got him back to where he needed to be. I think his wife um, did a lot for that too. Oh, no he, he finally got married to settle down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We said when he they said when he had his first kid total different Ben is that right yeah and and, and I commend him for that man you know Mm -hmm. he's not the guy that I wanted to punch in the face when I played for him I played with him yeah all right Tampa Bay guard Alex Kappa 
pro bowler. Yeah. He's but, one of those three really good offensive linemen. Yes. And and I know Ryan Jensen is my guy, but mm-hmm. the reason why he's not the guy that they put on the free agent list, because they're going to sign back Ryan Jensen. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. He's signing back. Kappa uh, is a, you know, he's a very, very good guy. He's a pro bowler. Yeah. But Jensen's just a lot better. And I think they, they would, they would definitely sign uh, Jensen before they sign Kappa. Yeah. It's Kappa, Marpet, and uh, Wurfs yep. are the three yep. pro bowlers, right? Yep. Yep. So, all right. Arizona. Chandler Jones. Kind of long in the tooth. Yeah. Wasn't Still he with New, New England first? What did he? And that's and that's where they started all that, you know, when when really Belichick really got, you know, pushed pushed forward as far as being uh, kind of devious in how he treats his players because as uh, soon as it's come up for them to get paid, he will just let them go, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or trade them away. And Chandler Jones, they really started taking notice once they traded him away, um, just because they didn't want to pay him. They never paid anybody. And when they let Chandler go, Jones go, who was their best? Def- At the time, he was like their, you know, first or second best defender on their defense. They just let him go for a song and a dance. You know, it was like a, a I think a second round or a third rounder. Right. And that's because he was up for his contract the next year. And the Cardinals took him. So let me see, what does it say? Uh, yeah, he's a pass rusher, man. And he was their best pass rusher, too. He's he, he's good. I don't know if you um, they'll be able to sign him back. I don't know if he franchised me. I don't know if he's worth the franchise tag. I told you the franchise tag what was it? What was it? Uh, twenty million for a wide receiver. Yeah, nineteen. No, 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 twenty million for a defensive end. Oh, defensive end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like twenty eight, I think, or for yeah. a quarterback. Yep, for a quarterback. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm looking here at the stream, and there's a there's a trade proposal here. I wanted to run this by you. NFC East Beasts says the fifteenth pick, the nineteenth pick. Jalen Hurts and Andre Dillard for Russell Wilson. Oh, if you're Seattle, are you picking up the phone for that? Oh, I don't think they are. Two first rounders. Yeah, but they're not. They're, they're mid first rounders. They're not top ten. I, you know, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't know if he's worth it though. I don't know. I don't know that I could. I would send that. Well, that's a lot of draft capital, man. Just, just. When you put Dillard in it, mm-hmm. that's a lot of draft capital, man. You're looking at – you would sweat losing Dillard? Yes. Really? Dillard Dillard is a first-rounder. Well, he was a first-rounder. He hasn't no, played like I'm, a first-rounder. What I'm saying, yes, he he has he has brought his game up to first-round material. They can get, they can get a second-rounder for Dillard, first or second-rounder for Dillard. Guaranteed right now. You think they could get a first? Absolutely. Well, then they should trade him. <laughs> right. If they could right. get a first, I would I would have traded him yesterday. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, come on. There lies the problem. They're not. <laughs> they don't have him out there as trade bait because I don't think they they want to. Really? Oh, I really man. don't think they want to. I think they really want. I think they're going to wait until um, Lane doesn't play anymore, and they're going to move Malata to the right side, mm-hmm. and Dillard will be the starting left tackle. Yes, I'm just letting you know. Lane Johnson's out. Yes. Where's he going? I don't know. I mean, he'll play this year, but I don't know after this year. Really? Yeah, I think his contract is is such that, you know, after next year, they don't have to um, really, he won't be a big hit for him. Let me look it up. 
Now you got me upset. I'm just I'm just keeping it 100. Dillard is, Dillard is not a bad player. I talked a lot of crap about Dillard when he first started, and that's because he went to the right side uh-huh. and got just got totally, his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, he just got totally crushed. Yeah, but at the left side, he's been stable. He can play, and he's gaining a little weight now, getting a little stronger. Mm-hmm. Dillard has become a, a really good left tackle now. I don't All have right. any. I don't have any reservation of him starting a game at the left tackle position. In 2023, there's a 14.3 million dollar dead cap hit they for Lane Johnson. They, they could can take, take that. They take that going to Yeah. So I believe that. Wow, that's interesting. I truly believe that that's what they're waiting. They're, Dillard will be here. Dillard was. T- they're not trading Dillard. Wow. Not trading. That's why I say that 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 deal that they just proposed. Yeah. Just is too much draft capital. Two first rounders, mm-hmm. a second round quarterback who's who's a starting quarterback right now, and Dillard is far too much for Russell Wilson. Man, far too much for Russell Wilson. John Dickerson says that Barrett's wife loves shopping at Dillard's. <laughs> Dillard's is a big time store. It is. I used to go buy Jabot jeans, but Jabot jeans fit me perfectly. Jabot. Yeah, Jabot Jean. Is that yeah. a French brand? Yes, yeah, Merike French watch, Jabot, something like that. Oh wow. It was back in the day, man. Look at you. Yeah, I mean, that used to be my they used to be my store. I used to go buy them, man. They were like 80 bucks on a college scholarship. It was yeah. 80 bucks was see. I didn't eat for like two weeks when I buy a pair of Jabots. <laughs> see where I come from, they call them Jabods. <laughs> oh my god. That is awesome. Yeah, Put man. Jabot so Dillard, jeans. Yeah. Look at Dillard, you. They still got him at Kansas State. I, oh, went, yeah. when I, went, I went and did the game for him. I went back to Kansas State, and uh-huh. I went to I went to Dillard to see if they even had Jabot. You did? Yeah. They were you going to pick up a pair if they had I was going to pick up. If they had my size, I'd have bought all of them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They finally, Joey... they finally made 46s now. I, I, I wear a 46, and I was going to get Jabot jeans. If they had a 46, I was going to buy them all. They only went up to 42 in Dillard's. I was oh, man. But that's what I wore in college. I was a size 42 in college. So I went and got all my Jabots from uh, Dillard's. <laughs> Nothing gets between Barrett and his Calvin Kleins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you did you wear Jordash jeans? No, no. Joey B. No, you weren't no, a Jordash no. guy. I never wore Wranglers either. You know, I never wore Wranglers. Oh, kids in my school, man. When I was in high oh, school, oh yeah, man, you wore you wore Wranglers. That was like the worst. That's you like can, a rodeo jean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can watch a pair. You can watch a pair of, of Wranglers. Uh huh. Fifty times, and it'll still say that same dark blue. There's yep. no way they would never look used. They would always look like the brand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you couldn't fade them at all, man. I don't know what they use, that dye they use or whatever, man. Yeah. It would not wash away or, or wear away, man. Now, as 91 LSXer says that I'm a Z Cavarici kind of guy. I remember what is, Z Cavarici. What does that mean? Z Cavarici was like a it was like a custom made um pants to me. I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. That sounds it's like great. a Mikey. That sounds like a Mikey Miss, like white jeans kind of deal. <laughs> kind of so, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, right? yes, yeah. yes, yes. Wow. That's oh, awesome. True Religions, and I, you know what? I couldn't fit True Religions when they came that... out. True Religions, don't, I think they only go up to forty-four, and I wore forty-six. And so I that's a pair of jeans head. too. True Religion. Yeah, True Religion. Yep. Man. Yep. 
<laughs> Look at Joey B. Barrett. Yeah. Barrett and Rangers would be outstanding. <laughs> Cowboy boots, bandana. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, those are rodeo jeans, man. You need, no you, need a, you need to have a cowboy hat on. You wearing I told that? You, I told you about my boy. He wasn't really my boy, man. He was a good teammate, man. Ended up, we were really good friends uh, after it all over with, man. But he um, he Who? walked on at Kansas State. Oh, and um, he never he he played in one game. It was like that Rudy situation. Mm-hmm. He never dressed for a game. It was our senior year, and um, this guy, in order for him to get through college, he would practice all week you know, go to school, practice all week. And the way he would pay his tuition, he would go to those rodeo things and, and, and do rodeo things. So um, he, um, I had hurt my knee. So I didn't go to my my senior year. One game I didn't go to. Mm-hmm. And I went with him to this one of these rodeo things. And he made like 5,800 bucks by riding this bull for like 14 to 15 seconds. I was like, you do this every weekend? He's like, yeah, man. So after I beat you up, because he's a scouting guy, he's like Rudy. After right. I beat your ass all week, threw you on the ground, just pummeled you, you would then get up and go to these 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 um these these cattle wrestling, whatever you want to call it, wrangler things, and 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 ride this bull. I'm like, I thought I was tough. You know, you a tough Man. guy, bro. Wow. You ride, and he's lassoing um calves and really bringing them, all that stuff. So he would do that on the weekends because he didn't travel with us. Damn. And that's how he would pay his tuition throughout the year, being wow. a cowboy. That's interesting. I was I was totally shocked. Totally shocked. Sergio Valenti. No, I'm not a Sergio Valenti guy. <laughs> Me neither. No. I remember Lee's had these uh, these two-tone pants. I wore these Lee's uh-huh. two-tone. Yeah. I definitely wore those. I'm and more of a Sergio Garcia fan than I am Sergio <laughs> Sergio Valenti. Garcia. Yeah, he's a golfer. Yeah. All right. On that note, we're going to have to say goodbye. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. As much as it feels like Friday, it's not. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay tuned for Sills today at four and we'll see you tomorrow at 11. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 